When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. This is the Cork Today replay on C103. Delighted to say for the first time in 2021, Peter Dowdle, the IrishGardener.com, uh, joins me. Good afternoon to you, Peter. Uh, good afternoon, Trish. I was listening to you earlier and you were saying that, uh, and Peter, as always, takes the month of January off. Well, well <laughs> I don't, yeah. Peter didn't take the month of no, January No, no, that, yeah, that was probably phrased very badly <laughs> in that well, you don't join us in the month of January. Which, uh, yeah, and have yeah, you been busy in the month of January? Oh, incredibly busy. Before, before I go into all that, can I just add my voice to those who will miss Carol O'Sullivan? I, I heard just chatting with Elmarie there a few minutes ago and... Oh, what a loss and what a pity. Yeah. She sang at my mother's funeral. And what a, Did she? What a, what a fabulous lady. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, she, yeah she adding was... my voice to, the, to, to those of yeah, millions. I've yeah. never seen such an out, a genuine outpouring of love. And uh, she was adored. She was absolutely adored. Yeah, lovely, lovely person. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what have you been up to in the month of January? Well, the month of January, it seems to be no different to the month of December, like the gardening is normally, as you know. I mean, while gardening is seasonal, obviously, and what we do in the garden is seasonal, but those of us who work in the industry of that is gardening or horticulture, uh, the seasons have kind of changed this year because, of, as you alluded to earlier on in the programme, the, the huge increase in popularity due to the lockdown, I suppose, mostly, obviously, uh, the huge increase in popularity of gardening has meant that those of us working in gardening have never been busier, if you know what I mean, which yeah. is great. Yeah. It's fabulous. But, but yeah, you, do, you don't get any um, uh, ease up in the month of January. <laughs> and <laughs> I was great. I was saying it earlier to uh, Ken uh, on, on breakfast when I was teeing up that you were coming on the programme. You know, it, with everybody taking up hobbies and, you know, you're right, one of them is gardening. But it's brilliant for people's mental health because it's getting you outside as well. And you but, can you know, while away hours without even realising it. Absolutely. And I've always been saying there's great therapy to be had in it. And what I found this year is, uh, as you know, I run this Facebook page, The Irish Gardener, and it, it has just exploded in, in activity and popularity, I suppose, over the last 12 months. It reaches now up to 300,000 people a week. It's, it's quite staggering. Uh, but what it's done is it's, it's become a community, if you like, that, that people and the amount of people that have said that, that, that through the page that the, the gardening has been their godsend over the last 12 yeah. months. Gardening and working outdoors has what's kept them anyway sane. So it's phenomenal. It's a fantastic pursuit, put it that way. 
Yeah, okay, let's get straight in with questions. Mary from Mallow says, Hi Peter, welcome back. I have green fly in my glass house from last year. I'm spraying with vinegar and water at the moment. How can I get rid of it before spring? Do you think I need to change the earth? Uh, I should ask first if there are any other plants, if there are any plants in the in the glasses, because if there are, they'd most likely be overwintering as eggs in the plant, more so than the soil. So I don't think you need to change the soil. Uh, what I would do is you can get what's called a winter, I think it's called a winter tree wash. It's, it's, it's a growing success is the brand, uh, and it's an organic winter wash. And what you do, what that is, is you you would normally treat spruit trees and things like this with the winter wash to prevent aphids like green fly from, from overwintering in the, the tree. But you could drench, you could certainly wash the, the inside of the greenhouse with this winter wash. There's several of them on the market. Not all of them are environmentally sound, but the growing success one uh, is an organic one. Um, some of them are based on tar oils, which is what we don't want to be using. But uh, the growing success winter, winter tree wash is what I would treat it with. Okay, Helen says, uh, question for Peter, please. Is it too late to move a wedding tier tree? It's just starting to bud. It's about five or six years old, planted in my garden, but I want to transfer it to another family member's garden. What care should we take uh, with moving it? Any small trees that are budding now, is it too late to move them? Thanking you. Love your gardening tips. That's from Helen. Thank you, Helen. But the, the, the answer is no, it's, it's not too late. We're still in January and the temperatures are, OK, not right now, but the temperatures up to now have been relatively low, so, which is good news if you want to move something because that keeps the plant dormant because when you move any plant, uh, there is going to be a certain amount of root damage. That's inevitable. So we do it during the dormant period so that the plant gets a chance to repair that root damage before it starts actively growing in the spring. So I think that the, the wedding cake tree, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a common name given to various plants. One is Cornus controversa, very gata, a mouthful of a name. And it's probably that that she's talking about, but it's also, called, it's also put on Viburnum marisei, which is also called the wedding cake tree. Either one, the same, the same would be true. Get as big a root ball as possible. I think there's still a couple of months off of actually those buds opening. So get as big a root ball as possible. Uh, I'd normally, too, when I'm moving anything, I would prune them quite hard to counteract the root damage. But really, you see, the whole point of the wedding cake tree is it's grown for that shape. It's grown for this magical tiered shape uh, that, it, that it develops naturally. So I'd be very slow to prune it. So don't prune it. Get as big a root ball as possible. Move it immediately from its new home, from its old home into its new home. Don't leave it out of the ground for any length of time. And just to give an idea, now this won't be practical, I'm sure, if it's five or six years old, but maybe it will be. If you can imagine dropping a piece of thread from the outermost branch, that's where your outermost root will be. So, in other words, if the branches are two metres in diameter, then you need a two-metre root ball, which isn't going to be feasible, obviously. But just bear that in mind that that, that you get as big a root ball as possible. Okay, listener says, I've just purchased a polytunnel. Good luck with that. I plan to cover the soil with weed block. Is it a good idea to cover the soil first with bark? And would pine bark be okay? When can I start setting? Bark or pine bark, either bark would be fine to use as, as, as a mulch, as a weed block. It depends what you want to grow because the pine bark could be quite acidic. Uh, any of the bark could be quite acidic, uh, which isn't bad, don't worry, but just some plants like brassicas, cabbages, etc. would want limey soil. Um, when she says a, a weed block, I'm hoping that they don't mean a, like one of those plastic woven weed block materials because they're very damaging to the soil. They end up, the soil gets compacted under them because the earthworms and these magicians in the soil can't do their job when this plastic barrier is on top. So don't 
my advice would be don't under any circumstances use this this weed block material. You can get uh, biodegradable and compostable weed block materials, which would be excellent for one or two seasons because the worms can munch away on that. It does then become part of the soil, but it will keep it weed free for a year or so. The other the other reason you would use that then is um, to help retain moisture. But if if you just want to, to put a, a bark or a, or a pine bark or a pine nugget as your mulch, if you put that on deep enough, that will and deep enough here is about three inches. So if you put it on deep enough, that will prevent weed growth and it will also help to retain moisture in the soil, which is going to be important during the summer months in a polytunnel. Um, so, the, so use either, bar, either mulch or the organic weed block. It's made from uh, hemp and flax leaves, um, but don't use the plastic. And can I start setting soon, says the listener? Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. You could start setting a lot of the seeds. Mad for roads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, indoors, you see, you're lucky if you've got a tunnel or a dashel because you can start a lot of your seeds now indoors uh, with the view to either growing them completely in the tunnel or planting them out when, when weather permits in kind of April and May. But yeah, you could certainly start seeds with a lot of the plants now. Okay, a question in from a listener. Can I remove, can I move rose bushes to another part of the garden is now the right time to do it? Exactly the same advice as with the, the wedding cake tree. Yes, now is the right time to do it. The only difference here being that you could cut, you should cut the rose back very hard. I said not to with the wedding cake tree, but with the rose, do cut it back very, very hard, uh, like to within a foot of its life. Um, and the rose is quite different than that. It has a very definite tattoo structure, so you, you won't get the root ball will kind of crumble when you take it out. Um, take it out, take as much of the root system out as you can. Any damaged root, at the end, give them a clean cut. So anywhere that's been scraped or scrawled with the shovel or spade, you give that a clean cut with the secretary and move it straight into its new home. And then with the rose, as with the, the wedding cake tree earlier, which I didn't mention, lent you plenty of water over the next 12 months. Hi, from Anna, gardening question for you. Could you, is it okay to use tomato feed on my rhubarb? They've begun, they've begun to shoot already. I'm wishing you a happy and a healthy new year. That's from Anna. Many happy returns, Anna. Is tomato yeah, well, food okay? Anna, yes, absolutely. But just make sure it's a, an organic tomato food because, uh, and a, a good quality one because then, um, not all tomato foods are, are organic. So I would look for something like the, the, the Nature Safe, Nature Safe, which is an Irish product. Uh, they do a tomato food with, with Atlantic seaweed, which is sustainably harvested seaweed as well. So that's, that's an excellent quality range of plant foods. I've been using for the last two years, and they're excellent. So Nature, nature Safe tomato, tomato food is one of the juice. A Christmas cactus that flowered, has stopped flowering, flowered beautifully this year. Listener wants to know, should she repot it? It hasn't been repotted since it was purchased and it looks like it's getting a bit squashed in the pot. Do you know what I would say? In that situation, if it looks like a jest, it will benefit from it. But I wouldn't, don't, don't kill it with kindness. So don't, don't put it into a much bigger pot. Only go maybe an inch or two bigger in diameter. But yeah, repot away. OK, hi. I bought a flowering azalea last week, but it's in a very small pot. Should I repot it now or plant it out? It depends. Uh, what that depends on is if it's an outdoor or an indoor azalea, because a lot of the indoor azaleas, and it might be news to some that, that there are such things as indoor and outdoor azaleas, but they're not all outdoor. Some are grown as houseplants. I think they're the azalea indicas, uh, and they do tend to come in tiny, tiny pots. Um, yeah, whether or which I would repot it. If it's an indoor one, yes, put it into a bigger pot and it'll thrive. If it's an outdoor one, um, either plant, put it straight into the ground or into a bigger pot, yeah. Uh, Mary in County Turk says, I feed my roses with potato manure every year, but spots appear on the leaves when they open. The flowers are beautiful, but it's the leaves have spots. Uh, they are well fed. What could be the cause? 
Sounds like Black Spot, it, is it? It probably is Rose Black Spot, absolutely. I would say yes. It, it, now, it, it could be connected with the potato manure or not because it's funnily enough that it'd be a similar type of fungal infection that, than, than as potato blight. It'd be similar. Um, so it could possibly... Oh, no, it's potato fertiliser. Sorry, I thought she was using the soil for the potato. Um, the potato fertiliser won't be causing it. It is getting black spots. So it's it's just our climate is warm and damp, which is conditions ideal for the development of, of black spot and rose mildew and these other infections. Pruning, cultural control, which is what we refer to as, as good pruning and good plant hygiene is probably the best uh, ammunition we have in terms of preventing fungal problems like black spots. So when you're pruning it, which is this time of the year, try and make sure that you're avoiding avoid leaving any crossing branches or any congested growth in the centre of the plant. So, so cut, prune it to about three or four main stems, each facing in different directions, away from the centre of the plant. Uh, and just at that magical time of the year, and hopefully in about a month or two's time, of what we call bud burst, which is when the growth comes back out and starts bursting through those dormant leaf buds and the plant comes back into growth, that's when you want to drench it with a solution of copper sulfate and water at that time of the year, because that's it's an organic, broad-spectrum fungicide which will help to prevent the development of these fungal problems such as uh, any of those leaf spots and, and mildew. OK, Pat has geraniums uh, growing outside in uh, the in a pot. They're last summers. Can they be cut back now? Also, ground cover rows in the middle of the garden. Can I prune that at the moment? The ground cover rows in the middle of the garden, absolutely. Cut it back as hard as you want. Uh, that, that, that will benefit from being hacked back, for want of a better term. The, the, the geraniums that you have outside, first of all, I'm going to say tut tut because they should have been moved indoors for the winter, but you've got away with it. And we've had quite quite a few um, uh, harsh frosts over the last couple of weeks. So the fact that they're still alive You've done is well. good, is good, absolutely. Uh, I wouldn't cut them back now, though, particularly if you intend to leave them outside for the rest of the winter. Uh, no, I would wait till kind of April before I'd cut them back because um, you, you really, when you cut them back, you're going to be encouraging new growth. And that tender new growth is going to be very, very vulnerable to low temperatures. So Mary wants to know when is the best time to plant Leylandi? Can they be slipped? Do they need good soil? Do they make for good hedging? I was going to say they should come with a government warning but they actually do come with a local authority warning. Now you're not supposed to plant them except in rural situations. Certainly not allowed to plant them in cities or or suburbs. Uh, Do they make a good hedge? I never plant but that's not to say that they don't, don't make a good hedge. They do what they say on the tin if you like Trish in that they will grow into an impenetrable green wall very, very quickly. But the hesitancy in my voice is because they, they're very, very quick going, but they, they don't know when to stop. They will get to 60 feet high and they can easily get to 20 foot in width. So they are a big, big structure, for want of a better word, at the end of the day. Um, you can plant them any time of the year. They tend to be grown in pots anyway if you're getting them. So something that's pot grown, you can plant them any time of the year. But they root very easily from cuttings taken on this year's growth to kind of August time, July, August, take cuttings and they, they root away. Uh, but be careful where you're planting them because they will get big and they're very, very quick growing and they require a lot of maintenance. Okay. So with all that, if you still want to plant them, go for it, but, but just be careful. Cheryl wants to know, is there anyone producing the good old catalogues? She wants to purchase good Irish seeds. She does want to get them on the on the internet. She wants to go the old-fashioned way of the catalogues. Does anybody produce catalogues anymore? There are a few companies. Now, to the best of my knowledge, in Ireland, there are only two companies that do uh, Irish-produced seeds and their vegetables. So the, you'd have seed savers up in County Clare and your brown envelope who do fantastic range of 
of uh, vegetable She's mentioned seeds. brown envelope seeds in the text actually Cheryl has Yeah and they are they, they, they They're are, the only ones They're the top Irish the, the, the seeds of brown envelope produced in terms of edible plants are just you know a, a league above anything else are suited to growing in Irish conditions because they've been harvested in Ireland so for edible plants brown envelope I wouldn't look further and um, I don't think, to the best of my knowledge, there is anybody in Ireland that produces ornamental flower seeds, except native wildflower mixes, which are available. They're available through my own website, or they will be in about a week's time, the native Irish mixes, um, uh, which are grown throughout throughout the country and harvested by in old-fashioned techniques. Uh, but there isn't a catalogue, I'm afraid. It is no. all online now. Okay. And the catalogues you get are probably international suppliers, like English or Dutch, I'm afraid. And then be careful because you'll get loads of excess charges and all that if it's coming in through England. OK, I've got to leave it there. Have a great week and we'll talk to you next Wednesday. And you, thanks. Thanks a million. That's Peter Dowdle of theirishgardener.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.